Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone. Welcome to a new episode of Business and Books with Molly McCord. That is me. And welcome to this show where we talk about topics and items of interest for you as an author, solopreneur, healer, guide, teacher, anyone who is building up their business on their own terms and in their own way. And I love to offer you advice, insight, stories, and inspiration to help you do that in the most practical ways. I am an author of 12 books that have been downloaded globally. Over 50,000 copies of my books have been downloaded. I write in the areas of Many topics that are all related to spirituality, memoir, travel, and self-help. And perhaps those are not genres that interest you, but I believe that my experience and what I've learned can benefit you. And so in this, in this weekly uh, podcast, I like to dive into more specifics. And today's is, topic is a big one. We're going to look at five essentials for your online platform. Now, we all are online these days. And we think of a platform essentially as where we're located, our home base, you know, where people can find us, be they clients or readers, and where they can connect with you. But in this day and age, so many people are spread out. They have the different places and ways they want to connect with you. And I want to help you maximize what you can put out there and how you can do that. So I've put together five essential channels. I'm going to talk about what that means here in a moment. But each channel is a way for you to engage or bring in a potential client or reader and to develop the relationship with them, to engage and to demonstrate your value and how you can be of benefit to them. So we're going to get into that. Uh, My website is at mollymccord.online, and that's where you'll also find more videos, training, and more about how I can help you with your work and your business. I actually prefer to work with people one-on-one simply because that's how we can dive in to whatever you are trying to move through. It's very personal. It can be, some, it can be a block. It can be something that you've struggled with all your life. Uh, it can just be that you don't know what to do. You're stuck and you don't know the strategy or the best practices. I have been doing this work for years, and I really hope to help you. So I have just opened up my calendar to work with more people one-on-one. And I like to mention that at the beginning of the show so that I don't forget by the end of the show. You can find more details at mollymccord.online. So we're going to dive into these five channels that are essential these days for your online platform. In the show description of this podcast, you're going to find a download. You can click the link, enter your email, and download this checklist. Then you have it handy, and then you'll know what to reference as you go forward. 
I think that each of these online channels are essential these days because you can potentially reach thousands of people around the globe who are looking for you, your messages, your expertise, your offerings. But it's often up to us as the professional to be out there, to be seen, to be more visible. And so if you are ready to commit to that going bigger, okay, to really establishing yourself, be it in your genre, in your field, in your expertise, then you need to have these five channels. I'm going to list all five, and then I'm going to go through each one more specifically. So the first one is a no-brainer, website. You need your website, and I'm going to talk about what those essentials are. Second, your email marketing channel. Because email is a standard these days in how we engage and communicate. Number three, social media channels. I'm going to give you some pointers on how to establish these for your online platform. Number four, relationship development channels. What does that mean? Well, you're listening to a podcast, right? This is one of those relationship development channels where you are developing your relationship with your readers, your clients. They are learning more about you, what you offer. They are learning to trust you. Podcast is just one. I'll describe more, more ways you can develop those relationships. And then number five is, of course, your sales channels. And I'll give you some specifics about that because sales channels are, of course, your books, services, programs. These five areas. Now, also on this download that I have for you, I give you a time management strategy. Because as soon as we all hear everything we have to do, overwhelm sets in. And you think, well, how am I going to get this done? How am I going to schedule this? I give you a way to focus in and hone in on how to make the most of your time, whether that's in a day or a week or a month. So I give you some tips there. So this is designed to really support the reality of our lives. You know, we can only do so much in a day. We can only do so much in a week. And I know that we all have even more that we want to do. So I really hope this, this episode helps you hone in on what is worth your time right away. And you can also perhaps grab some low-hanging fruit because you already have a lot in place. And that's simply the fact that if you've been selling online, engaging online, or sharing your services online, there's things you already have in place. So let's start with website essentials. And the question here is, where can your audience find you online? Well, that's your website. And that is where they go to meet you, to learn about your expertise. Now, one thing about a website that you need to remember is that it's always about the viewer. Yes, you have your bio and your expertise and your offerings, but it's all about how it benefits them, the value it brings them, how it serves them. So you need to really have a strong first impression. You want to have your About Me page. That's often the most clicked on web uh, page of a website. The most clicked on link is about me. 
And that's because people want to know, well, who are you? And they want to see your face. They want to see your eyes. They want to know who you are. They want your bio to be updated and clean and clear and demonstrate your results. But the thing about the About Me page is that you don't want it to be too braggy, right? I mean, that can be a giant turnoff. Make it personal. Make it interesting. Make it unique. And that will be a way to make the most of that page on your website. You want, of course, link to your social media accounts. You want to have your email opt-in form placed on multiple places on your website, not just one, multiple places, because you want to capture their email through multiple opportunities. Uh, If you're selling your books, you link to every place that your book is sold. That's a given. Uh, If you're selling your programs or services, you have really good descriptions. You have an easy way for people to buy them uh, and, and to understand how to do that. They shouldn't have to solve a mystery. It should be really clear. And then perhaps you have a blog. And a blog is something that is great for updating people, using it to get people to get to know you or what you're working on or more of your thoughts. Uh, You can have a blog that isn't high maintenance. Uh, There's there's a lot here that is all about, again, having value you offer people. You know, you don't want to waste their time. Everything you have on your website should be worthy of their time. People will find your website, and they, you really only have five to seven seconds to make that first impression, to be interesting, to offer something useful, to offer something they want. And that's why your home page is essential. It's the most important part because it's your first impression. So know that the website is key these days. And perhaps you already know this and you've already studied this or you're aware of it. But the website today is very different than it was five years ago. There's usually uh, bigger images, more white space, and clear navigational links. In fact, there's kind of this new trend in simplicity and minimizing the website so that it's just very obvious and clear where they should click and what they should do when they arrive there. So that is, of course, one of the most important channels. Your second most important channel is your email marketing channel. And hopefully you already have your email list established and you have a sign-up on your website. You also have sign-ups on your social media accounts and other places where people would be reaching out or wanting to connect with your email list. This is something that is a standard these days, the email marketing. Now, people use their freebie or giveaway or download to get people to sign up for their email list. That's been standard for years. And you can't actually minimize your email marketing channel's workload by having an autoresponder, which is when someone signs in, then they are put on an automation sequence to receive emails. You know, in a week, in two weeks, in three weeks, uh, the frequency can change. But this is a way to just automate the work. So you don't have to do 
or send an email very often if you don't want to. <laughs> I mean, not everyone wants to send email all the time, and our inboxes are crowded these days. So your email marketing channel is important, and every time you send an email, it should deliver engaging, valuable content that your, that your audience wants. I also believe that when you establish your email marketing channel, you need to set realistic expectations and let them know how often you'll be sending and what type of emails you'll send. You know, if if you're going to do basically like a monthly newsletter, well, then they know, okay, every month there's going to be a newsletter. But if you're going to be doing specials or flash sales or something timely, you know, special deals, limited time offers, let people know that too. And they'll be more likely to keep an eye out on their inbox for your email. Uh, email is really been a priority for a lot of online marketers. And there's different philosophies out there about how to optimize email and what it should be used for. I think it depends on your audience and that you know you can really you could actually turn people off by sending too many. I was following one gentleman's uh emails and he sent it daily and it was just too much it was like i'm not going to read this every day uh so i i decided for myself i i just don't want this much coming in my inbox i can't keep up so understand too what it is like to be a recipient and do perhaps your own self analyzation of how you want to receive email communication these days and what is valuable to you and what content do you enjoy and use that to determine the type of email you want to send and how often. Remember, you can get all this on this uh, free download that I put together for you. So next up, social media channels. And hopefully you are on at least a few social media sites by now. Uh, Some people are only on one or two, and that's great because you can really engage your following on certain channels. And it could, frankly, be overwhelming to spread yourself too thin and think you have to be everywhere. Uh, But your social media channels are really a necessity these days. And ways you can optimize and maximize this reach is to make sure that all of your social media channels are professional. You have a professional photo, your professional title or expertise, you have an informative bio that pinpoints who you are and what you do. Because you only have seconds to make that first impression. On social media, everyone is scrolling. They're scrolling. And they're not looking to have a, you know, to stay somewhere for a long time. So you have to make a quick, fresh impression right away. And you want certain things in place. Uh, you want to make it clear how you can benefit your followers. Uh, you want your visuals and your images uh, to be impactful and clear. You want to, of course, link to your website or link to your link to your email opt-in. Social media is great for people to find you, especially when you're using hashtags uh, that correlate to your offerings, your brand, everything that you sell. And I would recommend staying focused on two, two social media channels, maybe more. Maybe it's three or four for you. It depends what you can manage. But I know that... You don't have to be everywhere, and look at where your target market is. So a lot of millennials are on Instagram and YouTube. They're watching videos, and they're looking at pictures on their phone. They're doing everything on their phone, in fact. 
uh, where there is a demographic uh, in their 30s, 40s, 50s, and older that are on Facebook. And that's the platform they grew up on. And then you have Twitter, which has been great for authors. Uh, that was really where a lot of authors you know, took off in some ways. Uh, now authors, some are moving to Instagram. Many, many, many are on Facebook. Uh, LinkedIn, you know, if your professional expertise uh, links you with other, uh, if you're especially business to business, you want to be on LinkedIn, right? Because that's where you're going to make those B2B contacts. So you want to be strategic in the social media channels that benefit you and help you find your target audience. And you want to make sure that across all of your social media channels, there is consistent branding. Now, on a personal note, I just did a rebrand of myself because I'm on Many, I have many social media channels. I even, I have many websites. I think I have five websites. And I just had to do a rebrand that linked it all together. And so that was something that I, I'm glad I got that done. I'm glad it looks professional. And now I feel like it brings everything together. Uh, if you are like me and you have multiple websites, you have multiple things you're juggling, you want to have something cohesive, it is worth it. And it's especially worth it because the visual is more important these days than anything. And you can communicate instantly with that consistent logo and branding. So it's really worth your investment to put that all together to make sure it's on your websites, on your emails, and, of course, on your social media channels. And that visual will basically bring together everything that you're doing, and people will know that it's you. Social media. Uh, I feel, too, like there's going to be, what's the word, almost like social media, people only have time for so much in a day, and so they're really going to just stick with the platforms that work for them. And you have people who are only on Facebook, who are only on YouTube, who are only on Instagram. And so every time you go to a different social media channel, you find a new crop of people. I I was late to the Instagram game. I didn't start until like 2000, late 2015, 2016. And by then the algorithm had changed and it was harder to get followers. Um, but I found all these new people who were interested in my books. So know that every destination is going to connect you with different people. So as you get, I would say, a stronger foundation on certain channels, don't be afraid to stretch out. Don't be afraid to be brand new. I'm brand new to YouTube right now, and it takes time. Every time you go to a new social media channel, you're working with new algorithms. Okay, you're, you're working with more elements, and it's worth it if that's where your audience is. And so don't be afraid to be a beginner. Don't be afraid to start somewhere new, especially if you're seeing that other people in your expertise are doing really well on those platforms. So it's going to be a dynamic changing field. Um, that's what keeps it exciting is that we have a lot of ways to continue to reach out and basically be visible to more people who are looking for what you offer and sell. Okay, let's move on to number four, relationship development channels. So what this is about is how people build connections with you so they know you, like you, and trust you. And this is essential these days because, again, people are scrolling, 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 and clicking really fast and swiping. And it's really easy to not be engaged or to be overwhelmed or have too much on your plate. 
So people invest their time to listen to individuals they believe can support them and help them. And this is the relationship development process. This is where you are really offering your value and your expertise that benefits people, and they begin to feel that they can trust you and rely on you to deliver. Relationship development channels happen in two ways. One is for your audience, and another is with your professional network. So one is for uh, readers, and the other is, is author to author. It's how you, so we develop relationships basically directly with consumers and then with other professionals. And you need both of these because at some point you realize you can't do it all on your own and everyone's smarter and you want to, you want a place where other, you're benefiting from other people's wisdom and expertise, uh, tribal knowledge, right, where you've, you're benefiting from what the collective has learned. I'm a part of various Facebook groups for authors that are top-notch that are so beneficial. One of the best things about being an indie author these days is that people are so supportive of other indie authors. It's fabulous. It's sort of like no one has to figure all this out on your own. So know that there are other people who are willing to support you, and you have to put in that energy to develop relationships with them. Joining a Facebook group is actually a very easy way um, to gain from tribal knowledge and to just be a part of these communities. I I like... um, Mark Dawson's SPF, self-publishing formula. That's a great community. I like the other group. Uh, it's 20 books to 50K or 50K to, yes, I believe that's the title. That's also a great author group. And I'm a part of other technology groups. So these groups are all beneficial because they all are ways to make sure that you are connected with the latest information and knowledge and you're not out there on your own. Now, for your audience, the relationship development channels are also how they can get to know you. So I mentioned the podcast, this type of, this type of, of experience, right? Uh, videos. Video is increasing in popularity. The more you do videos, the more people feel like they know you. Webinars, online events, Facebook groups, membership community, anywhere where people are engaging and they're committed. There's a level of commitment uh, or consistency there where they want to show up and they benefit All of this is important these days. And, of course, uh, in-person events are wonderful for relationship development channels. Depending on your business, uh, perhaps those are, you know, happy hours or events at your office or their retreats or annual conferences, anything where you are really getting to know more people. That That is something that we just need these days. We cannot do it all online, and we need to know that other people are, Uh, willing to put in the time and effort to develop those relationships. Uh, For authors especially, I think that more readers want to get to know you, uh, whether your inspiration comes from somewhere, uh, perhaps background on a particular character, uh, when you started writing. People want to know people. And that's just part of an online platform these days, is how are people getting to know you? And it should be in a way that's comfortable for you. I mean, you don't have to do video if you're not ready. You don't have to do a podcast if, you're not, if you don't want that. You, would, you could do a Facebook group. That's been a really popular thing for a few years now. Uh, or, or you could do special webinars. I mean, there's ways you can do this where people, they put in the time to get to know you, and that strengthens their ability to trust you. 
The relationship development channel, I actually believe it's the most important one. And the social media and email marketing channels all feed into that, as does the website. So all these other channels basically lead people to you, and then what are you going to do when people find you? How are you going to engage them in a more personal or interesting way? And the relationship development channels are essential for that these days because otherwise they could just take you or leave you, right, if there's no engagement there for them. I think it's actually the most important way to invest your time because the relationship development channel leads to your sales. The sales channel is essential for any business, and that's obvious. You're going to make money, and you need a sales channel to do that. So how do you package your expertise and content to fit your audience's needs? Well, for authors, that's a book. But you could do more than that, too. And, and you could offer more to your readers, uh, whether that's through special events and conferences or online classes, online programs, one-on-one services. Think about it as how can you take it further to optimize these relationships from people who probably want what you have to sell. Now, on this worksheet, I have identified three different categories that can be implemented in your sales channel. Products, services, and programs. And these are ways that you bring value, you solve problems, you offer information, you educate or teach. This will all be very personal depending on what your business is and and what you offer readers. But know that there are many ways that you can develop multiple sales channels. They take time. You know, they they take development time and uh, even research to make sure that you are creating something that your audience wants. But it's worth it, especially when you're developing an evergreen and global program because then you can reach people all over the world and it's not time-based, you know, evergreen meaning it's something that will that can be offered year-round. So the sales channel is worth most of your time in development, and that's not groundbreaking. You already know that. But the success of a sales channel stems from the success of your relationship development channels, which often come from your social media and your email marketing, and your website. So you see how it all feeds through? Uh, Back when I was in direct sales, uh, we basically called it your sales pipeline. And that was way before social media was a thing. That was way before email marketing. It was when we did phone calls. Um, It was when we did a lot of print uh, postcards and mailings and all kinds of ways to find clients. And then you put them in the sales pipeline to develop the relationship, answer their questions, address their doubts, you know, give a good price, all these things that go into a sales process. That's essentially what you have to do online. And you can do that easier when you have these other channels in place. So depending where you are with your online platform and your business, some of the stuff you've already done, It's already in the works. You're on top of it. But perhaps some of this is all new, and it can sound overwhelming. Please know that in this download, I give you the time 
strategies, the time management strategies, so that you can prioritize and get an idea of what is most important. Like, for example, your website, once your website is done and up and running, you really don't need to do much with it unless you're doing a blog or you're sharing a, a new release or a launch, and then you update your website. But otherwise, the website just needs to be fresh and clean and clear and ready to go, and it shouldn't be an ongoing maintenance issue. Your email marketing channel time commitment would depend on your frequency of, of when you send, and that can vary. And you only want to do that when you have valuable or interesting content. Your social media would actually be can be the most time-consuming, at least on a daily basis, but there are automation tools that can help you. There are tricks that you can use, and in this uh, download that I have for you, I give you some of those resources. And, and there's ways that you don't have to, to do it all at once. Now, the relationship development channel, time commitment, um, depends on what you do, but that could be one hour a week. And then, of course, the sales channel is probably the biggest time commitment, uh, depending on how you are selling. So I hope this has given you some good insights into what is important right now and what is effective, as well as ways to get on top of some of this stuff and to just you know, take pieces of it at a time. Don't overwhelm yourself by doing all of it at once. That would just be very stressful. Instead, you take pieces of it and you focus in on what can I improve this week or what can I improve this month? And, and that is great. You know, every little step forward counts. All the progress matters. Um, please know that this is something we all are figuring out as we go, and it can shift and change. But once you have these channels in place, you really have a more solid basis. Your, your online platform is really set up for more success. Thank you so much for listening to this show. I'll be back soon with another new episode, and be sure and catch some of my previous episodes where I tackle even more, especially about uh, sales leads and different types of success, all kinds of things. So thank you so much for joining me, and I hope to connect with you again soon. Thank you, friends. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.